Blowfish 2, reading you loud and clear, Blowfish 1. We're not calling each other Blowfish. Listen, we're almost at level 12 hatch. Make sure it's open. No problem, Blowfish 1. Over and out, Blowfish 1. Uh... Welcome to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hawk, our hosts, Carl LeClaire, Jason Hunt, and Katie Horn discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampa's Lair. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. This is episode number 350. There's too many of them! I'm, as always, one of your hosts, Jason Hunt, and with me, the Blowfish 1 to my Blowfish 2, we have Carl LeClaire. We're not calling each other Blowfish. (laughs) Copy that, Blowfish 1. Copy that. Uh. Blowfish 2, over and out. (laughs) Jason, what's up, buddy? What's up, Carl? 350 freaking episodes. Guess who's back? Back Back again. again. Carl's back. (laughs) Tell a friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks for letting me play the song of my choice. I love Jabba's Baroque recital. I was like, this is the least epic song to bring in a 350th episode, but I don't give a Sith. Like, I love this song <laughs> so much. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I, I gave you permission. Yes. And by that, I, we mean that Carl just played it and <laughs> I had no idea what was coming. <laughs> oh man. So this is, this is a, this is a big deal. I am proud of this. I am proud of us, Jason. And 350 episodes. That's 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 no t- that's no small order, my friend. No, no, it's not. And and for those of you wondering, where's Katie? Katie just got back from Disneyland yesterday, and so she's recovering. Um, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> so Katie had the awesome experience of getting to go to Galaxy's Edge this past week. And she has lots to share with us when she's back next week. And I know I'm so excited to hear her uh, her perspective on what Galaxy's Edge was like. So yes, in, in case you're wondering why she's not here this week, as Jason said, she's getting some rest and she'll be back. I'm done with my little hiatus. As, li- as I predicted, it was short. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Well, and like to be fair, like knowing that it was the 350th episode, it's like there's no way I can't participate in that. And um, you know, I'm just I'm so excited, and and I don't mean mean to sound arrogant, but I'm proud of this. Like it's like I've never done something quite like this in my life, so I'm really excited yeah. that we've been able to have such incredible conversations about Star Wars and our love of Star Wars for. You know, this long, almost eight years now, too. Um, this is great. So, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the only thing that would have made this better is if our three hundred fifty fiftieth episode was on our eight year anniversary, which is like a month and a half away. Um, yeah. You know, right? But, <laughs> but it was not to be because we released too regularly. Apparently, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. But yeah, no, this was this is a lot of fun, and it snuck up on us. We we're just like, oh wait a minute, it's three hundred and fifty. Yeah. When did that show up? Right. You know, <laughs> so. right. So you know, I I asked all of you on social media, um, and obviously this is those of you who are participating in social media. 
what's uh, we really want to do a top five episode. I, I love doing top fives. And we yes. asked all of you for some suggestions of like what what would you want us to tackle? And and there were so many great suggestions. Um, but the, what Jason and I decided on was to just do our top five <laughs> Wampus Lair episodes, which is, again, if, <laughs> if, if you are a new listener or relatively new, um, we hope that you enjoy us kind of reminiscing a bit about the things we've enjoyed in these past many years uh, talking yeah. about Star Wars and, and, and just kind of like, you know... Giving a glimpse behind the the curtain in a way of of what really inspires the show, what inspires us, and and some of the the things that we've really had a a lot of fun talking about, a lot of um, joy kind of expounding upon in in certain parts of of Star Wars. Um, so Skype is beeping at us like it's R two D two up yeah, in yeah. here tonight, but don't know what's going on. But um, it's, you know, uh, it's the Empire; they're trying to jam us. Um, <laughs> I'm th- I'm <laughs> in over six million forms of communication. This uh, this code is not used by the alliance. It could be an imperial code. <laughs> it could it's very well. Uh, it's very well, it's possible. Not, it's not friendly. Whatever it is, Chewie. Come on, let's go have a look. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, we we are. Uh, with with kind of how crazy things have been just the last few weeks, we don't have a, a matchup or a poll to go over for this week's episode. But we do have a poll for you at the end of the episode, which is going to really feed next week's topic when we have Katie back and, and we're talking about Galaxy's Edge, among other things. Um, but, you know, it's 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 time to do a little reminiscing, Jason. It is. It is. And and folks, if you're if you're new or relatively new to listening to our podcast, we are not normally so self-aggrandizing. Um, but it's a milestone. So we're going to look back just a little bit. Come back with us in the Wayback Machine and uh, as we reminisce, um, as we are wont to do on on milestones. So but <laughs> yes. um, it's it, sort of a it, top five. I can't really rank my favorite episodes. So I just picked some. Um what about you Carl? Were you actually able to rank your your favorite episodes that we've done? Uh yeah, I kind of was. I mean, to be fair, like there's there's obviously going to be some some you know, a sense of uh, it could go anywhere. Um right. and also like trying to think about it in I mean in just like a day's time of like geez, look looking back on over 300 and 300 odd episodes of like, geez, what was your favorite? Like that was kind of hard to do to begin with. So that being said there, I, I could be completely forgetting about an episode that I loved doing more than some of the ones that I'm listing tonight. Um, but these right. are the first things that kind of popped to mind, which is how I've always done, you know, these sorts of lists anyway. Um, and you know, like again, before we kind of hop into this, I really think that there's a, there's a value and an importance of, you know, you know, we, Jason, you and I started this show almost eight years ago. You know, we've, we've yeah. had Katie on the show for just over a year now. And I think that there is a goodness in just in life in general of when you hit a milestone to just kind of reflect, to kind of reflect on what brought you there, the things that helped get you there. Um, and I think this is important doing specifically a Star Wars podcast, but just in general in life, the importance of just sometimes stepping back. When you when you're hitting you know some sort of milestone, whether it's like a one year anniversary or a five year anniversary of, you know, fill in the blank of what that might be about, but to just maybe pause and look back on the things that got you there and 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 you know what have what what's inspired you and and that's kind of 
you know, it, several several folks kind of proposed this through social media that we do something like this. So, um, you know, thank you to all of you who even suggested it. Um, so, you know, hopefully this can be a nice means for you to even reflect on things that like you're experiencing life. Maybe it's, you know, you're finishing your first year at a new job or your second year in college or wherever you might be, you know, this might be a nice way to, to remind yourself to give yourself the space to reflect on the things that, you know, that matter to you and, and the, the particular journeys that you're on. Cause I think that's important work to do. And, and, mm-hmm. and I appreciate the opportunity to do this tonight, tonight with you, Jason. And, and, and I appreciate the, 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 the listeners who even, you know, propose this as even an idea. Um, I think it's yes. one thing if, you know, we just decided this on our own, um, but to even, you know, kind of have that encouragement from, from some, some close friends and some folks that have been listening to the show for years. Uh, so thank you to all of you. Um, we really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, this is a this is a topic we would have chosen on our own. Um, so thank you for all who suggested it uh, because I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, do you want to start, Carl, or shall I? Uh, well, I I have an honorable mention. <laughs> so I, I mean, I I can I've got six items on my list too, so I can use one as an honorable mention. All right. Well, since I brought it up, I'll I'll I'll, I'll start. <laughs> Okay. Okay, cool. So my honorable mention, and again, to be fair, like I said, you know, a few minutes ago, there, there are probably lots of things I'm forgetting. So be that as it may, but my honorable mention is one of the, so we've, we've done a few Patreon episodes with, with folks who, you know, pledged on our Patreon page to give us a show topic idea and have joined us on the show. And all of those shows have been great. I mean, that's literally how we found Katie in a way, mm-hmm. you know, Katie, yep. Katie was the first to do it. And now obviously she is the, the, you know, consistent, amazing co-host to the show. But the one that particularly stands out to me, and this is, this is no shame on anyone who's done these shows with us, but uh, it's gotta be it. I even went back and looked, it's, it, it's our episode number 246, when we had uh, Jim Caprin on to talk about Jin Erso. Um, I had so much fun doing this episode with Jim. And, and Jim is just a standout guy. Um, Jim is Jin. <laughs> you know, and I love it. Like, I love how well yeah. that, that, that flows. Um, and, you know, obviously we got to hang out with Jim a lot um, at, at Celebration Chicago this past year. And Jim cosplayed as Jin Erso. But... You know, yeah, so we, we we have now dubbed him Jim Urso. Jim so, Urso, you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what his name is in my phone. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, and and kind of the, the general reality of doing all of these Patreon episodes, whether it was with Jim, we you know, obviously we did our first one with Katie. Um, you know, we've we've had so many great folks on to do this, and what all of them have reminded me of is just the incredible depth of knowledge of so many of the folks that listen to the show and, and just the, the, the depth of knowledge and love for Star Wars that exists in the fan community. Um, and Jim especially, Jim really feels Star Wars. And as someone who's also a huge feeler, I, I really resonate with that, that from Jim and the way that Jim identifies so strongly with the character of Jin and how her story, he finds such strong reflection in his own life and in his own life's journey. Um, these are the kinds of fans I love. 
and I loved listening to Jim unpack Jin's story, um, both like within the context of Star Wars, but then making himself vulnerable enough to share how it even relates to his own life. Um, and I just, I really commend Jim for, for coming on, you know, onto something very public and, you know, opening his heart as to how this particular character has moved him and has helped him identify with his own life's journey. And I think, again, this is the beauty of Star Wars is Star Wars has given us so many beautiful and powerful stories and beautiful characters that we can see ourselves in. And it helps make sense of our own lives. And and I love how Jim has been able to do that with the character of Jin Erso. So that is my honorable mention is our 246th episode with Jim Capron talking about Jin Erso. Oh, man. Uh, like I said, it, it's hard for me to kind of rank these. And so I was planning to just kind of uh, do them in uh, chronological order. Uh, but this was one that also made my list. Um it, the episode Stardust, what, uh, 246 with Jim. It, it, it was um, – I remember going into our Patreon episodes uh, with with our, our Larians going, man, you know, it, it's always, you know, a kind of a risk because while while we definitely know that our our listeners are knowledgeable and, and excited about Star Wars – um, you always wonder how well they come off on a podcast, especially for people who've never done it before, mm-hmm. you know, because podcasting is not a, an easy thing to just, Oh, jump on a microphone and start talking. Um, you know, it, it, it can be a bit you know awkward, especially if you've never met the person before. <laughs> so, um, I remember us sort of going, well, that, you know, I hope this goes well, and all of our Patreon episodes have gone remarkably well um, in that regard, and and our our listeners were fantastic, and we lucked out with Katie, we lucked out with Jim in a big way as well, um, and Sartaj and everyone else who's been on, but I just remember, you know, after that episode going, man, Carl, we've had two of these Patreon episodes, and both of them have been, like, amazing episodes, <laughs> um, so, uh, and and Jim was, was just uh, a great great guy to have on and especially since he'd been a, a someone who interacted with us um for a while it was great to have him on and talk about gin and then he's been on a couple other times which we really appreciate and it was so good to actually meet him face to face in chicago in april we um, did. i mean we met him at celebration um anaheim oh that's right we did we i did mean, very, very briefly very briefly um he came to our meetup and uh, yes he was, I mean, just an extremely kind person, but it wasn't until we had him on that, you know, the, the Patreon episode and then got to spend, you know, spend a good amount of time with him in Chicago um, where, you know, you, we really got to, to connect with him in a, in a great way. Um, yeah. You know, and I, yeah, remember, it, I remember saying to Jim uh, at one point in celebration, I think we were, we were walking back over after going to the, uh, the, the Clone Wars panel Um I got in with him and we were just, you know, hanging out, walking back over to the main convention hall. And I was like, Jim, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Because I think he would be a great podcast host. I mean, he's his yeah. his knowledge of Star Wars is is it's it's on point. And but more than that, you know, um, I mean, nobody knows everything about Star Wars. And as much as no. there's some people out there that like to think they do, no one does. No. Um, and uh, it's just too and, much. Right. And, and Jim's certainly humble enough to know that. But Jim has such a deep 
heart knowledge for the for the Star Wars franchise, and and I think we need more of that. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, just specifically about that episode, um, I just love it when people come on and bring a knowledge and a passion about a subject that. Uh, for whatever reason, is not my forte, and and we had that with Katie, and we definitely had that with Jim as well. You know, it was just one of those things where people brought these subjects and these characters on, and we were just like, it's not something that hit me the way that it hit you, and so uh, you know, sometimes we just don't think to talk about things because you know, Carl and I focus in different areas, um, and so when we have someone be like, let's do an episode all about Jin, it's like. Okay, cool. We haven't done that before. Let's yeah. yes. Let's do it. Please bring it. And you are the expert now because we aren't. Um, so <laughs> it right. was just really good, and I'm I'm really glad we had the opportunity to have him on and and do that. And it, you know, Rogue One is definitely in one of my in, you know, my top favorite Star Wars movies, and so having more discussion about that is never a bad thing. But yes, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll include that as my honorable mention because it was also on my list of episodes. So <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. So, let, 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 so then if that was your, also your honorable mention, what, why don't we go to your number five? All right. Well, uh, my number five, we'll go all the way back. We'll hit the way back machine and hit, oh man, episode 57. Whoa. I'm, I'm bringing, I'm bringing Whoa. one of these out. And I remember, I, I have no I, idea I, what it I, is, but. <laughs> I pulled I pulled this up in my iTunes because I've saved all of our episodes because I'm just like I need an archive of this somewhere. Nice. Um, so you know they're still in my iTunes. Um, and I pulled this up and I'm like, oh my gosh, we've come so far in terms of audio quality and and production value and stuff like that. But uh, this was our episode where we recast the OT. Oh, uh, so <laughs> it, it was. I just remember this was such a an, an interesting you know episode that you know we've we've done and I don't know maybe enough time has gone by that we might think about doing recasting the PT I don't know um, but it was just a fun episode and Carl and I basically recast a bunch of the uh, minor and all the major characters of the original trilogy just um, to you know have fun if we were to ever remake them which we wouldn't um, but <laughs> and this is back in 2013 um, and and I I wrote down my pick and your pick for the big three Carl you want to hear what we said yeah. in 2013 um, for Leia um, we had Amy Adams and Natalie Portman uh, as, as our picks okay. uh, for Leia um Han Solo was Daniel Craig and Robert Downey Jr. Um <laughs> and then uh Luke Skywalker was Matt Lanner and Joseph Gordon Levitt. So mm. Joseph yeah, Gordon those, Levitt, he's perfect. Yeah, that was your pick. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was that was our big our big three casting that we did. I do remember um, that we both cast Judy Dench as Mon Mothma as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> How would you not want the, you know, James Bond's M as uh, Mon Mothma? Like, I mean, be perfect. Yes. Yes. So good. Um, but that, that's just, you know, that's a, that's an oldie, but a goodie. And uh, I don't know. I, I was just like, let's, let's bring that back. Love let's it. bring that back. And I, I was listening to the beginning of it and, 
it was the first episode that we had that we recorded like halfway through and then Skype completely crashed and we lost the episode. So we had to start over. Um, so oh God. <laughs> that, to be fair, for, you know, for doing now 350 episodes in 350 episodes, we could probably count on one, maybe two hands, how many real serious technical issues we've had. So that's not bad. You know what I mean? Like, I know there have been folks that have lost entire episodes. They'll sit down, record for two and a half hours, and then lose the whole damn thing. We've never had to deal yeah. with that. So, uh, you know, knock on some wood. But we've been okay right. so far. Yeah, no kidding. So, but yeah, that was that was just sort of a way back, you know, catch that I wanted to bring up. You I know, it was just it. like, what did, we, what did we do back in the day? I don't know. It was some, there was some funny things that we did back then. But that's uh, that's an oldie that I wanted to bring up. So love it. Great. Yeah. Um, what about you? What's your number five? Well, my number five is when we launched the, uh, segment that has been dormant for a while, but, um, the tales of the Larians. Um, Oh man, I love that. And, and I, I, I promise we will start bringing that back in, in, you know, even if it's very infrequent, I, I really want to bring these back. But the very first one we did, um, I got to sit down with our, you know, our good friend, Joe Hogan. And, you know, to talk about the Wampus Lair and not mention Joe Hogan would would be unfair. Joe has done all of the artwork yeah. in all of these years. Joe has always been supportive. Um, I mean, Joe is one of my dearest friends. Just you know, off, off, you know, off air, and uh, and 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 I didn't even really know him until I asked him. Like, you know, I asked him to do the artwork all those years ago because he had done it for Sarlacc Pit. Um, I barely knew the guy, and, and you know, eight years later now, he's one of the closest people in my life. Um, but doing that that first episode of of Tales of the Larians was such a blast, and and again, just kind of in a general way, um, you know, all of the tales that we've done, whether I, you know, I've been the one to do it or Jason, you've done them, mm-hmm. it's it's just so much fun to hear what you know what all of you as you know just casual fans that are you know, just casual fans like Jason, Katie, and I, not, you know, there's nothing unique about any of the, of the three of us. Other than we take, you know, we, we have the the, uh, the privilege to do this. But what's so much fun is listening to all of you tell us the things that you love so much about Star Wars. Um, I, I love hearing those stories so yeah. much. Um, and and the, the question, you know, I mean, I came up with these lists of questions that we, we've used on all the segments, you know. Um, and the question that I always love to ask is, you know, how do you play Star Wars? And Ugh. I love listening to folks, um, you know, as a Star Wars fan, nostalgia is a huge part of Star Wars fandom. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're living in a, I think, sadly, somewhat in a culture now where somehow nostalgia is considered something negative. And, and, and I couldn't disagree more. Um, you know, I mean, there, there are elements of there, there are certainly elements of nostalgia that can be problematic. I, I certainly understand that. But I think part of being a Star Wars fan is for so many of us, not all of us, but for so many of us, we fell in love with it as, as children. And as children, you know, our imaginations ran wild while playing Star Wars. Um, and, and I love to hear those stories of people reflecting back on, like, here's how I played Star Wars. And, and you know, right, we, we make that a two-part question. So we always love to ask folks, 
how did you play Star Wars as a kid? But also, how do you play Star Wars now, like as an adult? I think as Star Wars fans, we still play with Star Wars. It's just it evolves, right? Like it it doesn't look the same as when we were kids. You know, several of right. us who are you know probably in our twenties and thirties and forties and fifties, we're not rolling around on their you know bedroom floor with our action figures anymore. But we find other ways to be playful with Star Wars. You know, I mean, I've said this for years. For us, it's doing a podcast. You know, there are folks that make uh, fan films. There are folks that do fan fiction. Um, there are folks that do artwork, like our friend specifically, Joe Hogan. Um, and and I loved talking, to, you know, I mean, even before doing this episode of Tales of the Larians with Joe, I knew a lot of what Joe loved about Star Wars. Um, but the thing that I really particularly loved in that first episode was... You know, Joe and I both are huge Empire Strikes Back fans, as are several Star Wars fans. Um, but listening to Joe kind of unpack why Empire Strikes Back is is so important to him, why it means so much to him, um, elevated my own love of that movie. And and what I remember Joe sharing with me on that particular episode is that you know, um, it's ultimately the story of overcoming the worst of what we experience, right? Empire Strikes Back is this story of our good guys just being defeated left, right, and center, right? Like everything they try kind of falls short. And yet there's this tremendous hope that things will get better. And I think that's why for so many folks, they really gravitate to that theme of Empire Strikes Back. And, you know, in my head in a way, like I always knew that that was a theme of Empire Strikes Back, but to hear Joe articulate it so beautifully just made me, you know, love it even more to love the reality that this is a story about overcoming the worst of what we experience and, and the worst of what we experience is never what defines us, um, that we can always hope for something more. And, you know, that, that, that beautiful closing shot of Luke and Leia looking out at the Falcon flying off, like that's all of us when we experience the worst in life is that we know that there's something more that, that, that we can overcome this. And, and just hearing Joe unpack that, it was a lot of fun and, 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 yeah. and, and just so beautiful to hear. So all of these episodes have been great. And, and, and again, I do really want to bring this back soon and, and continue to let all of you tell your, your tales, tell your stories, because it's great. And again, this segment was obviously inspired by um, our friend Scott Riefen's show, My Star Wars Story, which is, again, I mean, it's, it's, it's relatively a dormant show at this point because of how busy Scott is with life. But, you know, I just I love listening to folks talk about what they specifically love about Star Wars. This is what those are the Star Wars fans I want to listen to. I could care less about the people that want to be like, oh, I have a problem with this, this and this. I really don't care. Tell me what you love. That's what I want to hear. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's good. And I, I was going back and looking, you know, as I was looking through all the episodes, going back and just seeing those in the feed going, oh, man. I miss those episodes. So yeah, we, we definitely want to keep them, uh, keep that alive and bring it back. Um, you know, even if it is like, like Carl said, just a, 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 you know, every once in a great while. Um, but those are so much fun, uh, for all the reasons that Carl said, um, to do. And, and Carl and I both enjoy, you know these these kinds of questions and enjoy telling our stories like this but we love to hear you guys tell your stories even more you know um because you know carl and i talk about all of this stuff on a weekly basis um and so when <laughs> when we get to hear you guys talk about it um it just adds to our community and it adds to 
um, everything else that we're we're doing here. So um, thank you for everyone who's been on. We still have a list of people who want to be on. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> we will get back so, to it. <laughs> and we will get back to that uh, soon, hopefully. But uh, no, no promises on a timeline because – you know, the, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows when exactly that will happen? But soon, right? Yeah. Asterisks. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, what, what's your number four? My number four. Uh, we're gonna hit episode 130 with our good buddy Chris D. The first time he was on, and this is the episode Misa back. Uh, oh, where, yes. <laughs> where we finally, after 130 episodes, had an episode all about Jar Jar Binks. Yes. Um, and it was Chris's idea. It was Chris's yep. idea, and I loved it so much. And I was so happy that we had that episode. Um, you know, Chris is just such a wonderful person, and we've gotten the the great fortune to to get to know him over the years um uh, not only through podcasting but through conventions and all this other stuff um and and he's just a wonderful wonderful human being um in addition to being a great star wars fan and a fantastic artist um so just being able to have that discussion i think that might have been the first time i'd actually talked with him. i don't remember had we met him at a convention like in person at a convention before that i think we had you'd have to look at the date but yeah i probably yeah yeah yeah, definitely think so i think we'd met him at one of the celebrations before you know shortly before we had uh him on yeah um but it was he was just such a he's a fun person and a funny guy and we got to talk all about jar jar and i i loved it and at at one point i do recall he and i having dueling jar jars going um and it was amazing uh you know i i from the get-go of this podcast everybody knows i i have a a big love in my heart for jar jar banks you don't say and i have not Oh really? Yes, I do. It's 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 I I was hoping it wasn't that secret, Carl. Um, but I guess maybe it was. I don't know. I, I really should be more vocal about it. Um <laughs> and so to have somebody who who came along and uh wanted to talk about Georgia as much as I did, um and just give us an excuse to have an entire episode about everyone's favorite Gungan, and I mean that in all sincerity and not ironically. Um you know, it was just a lot of fun for me, and and Chris was was great to have on for that. But you know, I I don't have much other to say about it other than that. It was just it was just a fun episode, and you know, by that point, I'd pretty much won Carl over on yes. the whole Jar Jar train. Yep. Um. So you know, it was it was sort of validation. <laughs> in a weird way um but uh i it was it was just so much fun and and i will talk jar jar any day of the week so if anybody wants me to expound on the binks um i will do that so (laughs) yeah i don't think anybody has ever called him that before and maybe shouldn't um (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh um yeah, no, and I think you're right for sure that like by the time we did that that episode, I was you had definitely won my heart over to to the Jar Jar Binks train, um, and you know Chris Chris like you has always loved him and wanted to specifically talk about that. And again, you know, and this is something I'm I'm gonna I'm about to get to pretty quickly here in my own list, but 
when I think about things that I specifically love about Star Wars, my brain, um, and again, this is this is me speaking for myself, my brain typically likes to go to those like specific moments, you know? I mean, that's why we like to do like top five moments, fill in the blank type thing. Um, mm-hmm. Because, it, again, for myself, and everybody's different, but for myself, when I think of things that I love, when I think of characters that I love, I, you know, I typically just go to particular moments in the films or their stories that really resonate for me. And, you know, um, I loved doing that Jar Jar episode. You know, when we started this this show, you know, on episode one, I wouldn't say that I was a Jar Jar hater, but I just I didn't care about him. I thought he was annoying. Um, he didn't necessarily take away from my Star Wars experience, but he certainly did enhance it. But by episode, what number was this, Jason? 130? Uh, 130, yeah. 130. By episode 130, I was definitely a Jar Jar fan. And, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of him in the same way that you are. Um, and, and, right. I, and I mean that in the sense of, like, your deep connection to the character. To mm-hmm. me, like, that makes you a bigger fan. And, and I'm not threatened by that. That's awesome. You know, um, you, you've always identified with, you know, kind of the, the clumsy, pure-hearted, good character. Um, yep. Cause that's who you are. And uh, you know, so <laughs> yeah. I love yes. that. about Anybody you. who's walked the convention floor with me knows that, uh, you know, I trip over my own feet Yeah, um, or from time to time standing <laughs> on sidewalks, you know, in the Presidio yep. in San Francisco and you're just standing on a sidewalk and you fall off of it for no damn reason. You know I mean? That's yep. also Jason. Um, yep. <laughs> so, but uh, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> <laughs> the ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Now get out of here. Oh, no, no, Misa, stay. Misa, cut your jumpings. Misa, trip over the sidewalk. Oh, that um, won't be necessary. Oh, but it is. Trust me, I Misa do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've just come to love Jar Jar so much because of because of your love for him specifically, you know? And and he really is such a good character that, that um, and, and, and most specifically in Phantom Menace because... He really does embody the 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 nature of that film, which is one of just pure goodness. That's who Jar Jar is, um, you know, and and he really encapsulates that in his character, um, you know. And and I don't I don't believe this came up in that episode number one thirty because this was probably before the aftermath trilogy came out, but. You know, I love that interlude. I think it's in the, the the last of the aftermath trilogy. You know, Empire's End, where we get that interlude with Jar Jar on Naboo, mm-hmm. and you know, he's kind of this jester character who is an outcast. The children all love him, but the adults hate him, and it's this kind of beautiful in-universe reflection uh, of the actual fandom's response to Jar Jar, right? Like that for children. Yeah. He is a clown and he's he's lovely and beautiful and he makes you laugh and he makes you feel good about who you are as kind of a clumsy little kid. Um, but for whatever reason, the adults seem to just cast him aside. And and I, I love that interlude that we get in, in that aftermath story. Um, you know, yeah. again, I, I just wanted to interject that real quick because I'm fairly certain we weren't able to talk about that on that episode. So, yeah, yeah. no, I, I think that was that was post uh, that episode that came out later. So, but yeah. Yeah. I love it. Good pick, Jason. Thank you. Thank you, Carl. Um, (laughs) What about you? What's your number four? So my number four is actually, it it was a two-part segment, but where we did our top 10 musical themes. Uh, So this was episodes 301 and 302. Yes. Um, 
And, you know, Star Wars music has always been one of my favorite parts of Star Wars. Um, you know, and, and, and so much of that is just rooted in, again, kind of these beautiful nostalgic memories of, you know, having the soundtracks on CD, putting them in my CD player, you know, like a Walkman and just laying in, in the hammock in my front yard, reading Star Wars novels while re- listening to the music. Um, and I would, and I mean, I did that for years and, you know, specifically the original trilogy, cause it was before the, the prequels had started. But the original trilogy, those ultimate edition soundtracks that came out in conjunction with the special editions back in 97, I devoured that music. And Mm -hmm. ever since then, you know, Star Wars music has been easily at the top of the things that I love about Star Wars. And I think um, the music especially, and, and we've come to learn this more and more over the years, but the music really, for me, helps me to understand the themes and specifically the emotion of all of these films in a much deeper way, right? You know, as, 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 as many of us know, right, George Lucas, when he made these films, did this to be kind of intentionally silent films. Sorry, everybody, about the Skype. Don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, but George, yeah. George wanted to make these silent films that, um, allowed the music to tell you how to feel. And John Williams, as we all know, is the mastermind of doing that. So getting to like really think about the musical themes that really have told me the Star Wars story was a lot of fun. And honestly, it was a, an opportunity for me to put on my David W. Collins hat. Um, and <laughs> David W. Collins, and you know, while I don't know the man personally, and, and God, I'm really trying, um, but uh, you know, he he really is a mentor to me um, both in the field of podcasting, but specifically in music, his incredible deep intelligence for music and star Wars music particularly has really um, helped me to understand and analyze the music in a better way. And, you know, I I think all of us as star Wars fans um, who know who David W. Collins is, um, we really are in his debt for him sharing his knowledge with us. And and if for some reason you don't know who David W. Collins is, I cannot recommend enough that you check out his show, the soundtrack show or um, back when he was doing star Wars oxygen on rebel force radio. I mean, the man is absolutely brilliant about unpacking star Wars music. Um, Yeah. So getting to do to, to, to think about these themes from star Wars that really capture the emotional story that I love about star Wars and, and getting to think about those was a lot of fun. And honestly, from from day one, top five slash top top tens, whatever you want to call them, those have always been. And that's why we're doing this now on the 350th episode. These have always yep. been my most uh, favorite kind of episodes to do because they're really an an opportunity for me to reflect on very specific aspects of Star Wars that I love so much and and, and unpack them. And actually, um, this actually even filtered into my my real life experience just a few weeks ago. So. Two of my dearest friends got engaged um, over the summer. I was racking my brain of like what to get them as a gift. They're not very materialistic people um, at all. So I ended up creating a top five memories list of, of my top five memories of, of being with them. And I was like, this, well, is, awesome. like, this is something I, I, could, I was able to do because of the Wampus Lair. <laughs> and, and and getting to write my, my top memories of, with my friends Tamara and Sarah was just so much fun. And, uh, you know, um, this is what I love doing in the Star Wars world. And now, with weirdly enough, it's translating into my real life. So um, 
yeah, I, I loved getting to do those musical themes. That's fantastic. Oh, the musical themes were so – that was such such a fun series of episodes. It almost made my list, but um, I had other things written down already, so I, I decided to keep it off, um, hoping that Carl would have it on his list. So, um, Got you, buddy. Because <laughs> – yeah, we, we, we've got a couple of, of top five lists that deal with music and stuff like that. Um, and and they're inevitably some of my favorite episodes because I thrive on the the John Williams soundtrack for, you know, the Star Wars films, uh, you know, as, as much as any other Star Wars fan. And it's just amazing. And it, it is, you know, like you, Carl, it is one of my favorite parts of Star Wars is the music. Um so doing those episodes and having um, having enough to talk about that we had to do a two-parter <laughs> was yeah. was just uh, an exciting proposition. And I remember going into it, we were looking at this going, well, how do we want to do this? We want to just try and keep it short, but we well, can't because it's soundtracks. Um, well, let's just make it a two-parter. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so... <laughs> That was that was just one of those things, uh, you know. Planning to do a two-parter was was an interesting proposition, but being able to just have two weeks worth of music discussion was just amazing. So I love it. I love those episodes so much. Um, and sooner or later, we'll get back into another music-themed episode. Uh, we might repeat a topic that we've done, you know, years ago. But you know, who cares? Any excuse to talk more Star Wars music and to play more Star Wars music on the show. Um, even if it is Jabba's Baroque recital. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. Um, oh, man. I, I guess we're coming down to, what is it, number three? That's right, number three. Oh, sorry. I just I couldn't help myself. Oh, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> I had to bring it up. Um, well, uh, this is uh, – we're, we're heading back to an episode that, that, you know, ultimately ended up changing the face of our podcast. Um so much so that we released it a second time. Um, and this is uh, episode 231 titled Mall. This was our first podcast experience uh, with Katie Horn. And, and podcasting with Katie Horn is always an experience, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Katie Horn herself is just an experience. Um, and, and I mean that in the most loving and best way possible. So, um, but... Uh, going back to our, our discussion about uh, you know the episode with Jim and uh, the Stardust episode that we did about Jin Erso, um, this is the first time we did a Patreon episode where we had yeah. someone who supported us, you know, come on and and basically run the show. Uh, it was their topic; they led the discussion, and we were like, you know nervous going into it because it's the first time we've done something. We don't know what we're doing, you know, and don't know how it's going to go. And Katie blew it out of the water, blew it out of the park with her knowledge and passion about Darth Maul and, you know, getting to know Katie on that episode and then having her on in subsequent episodes was just a wonderful thing. And now of course she's part of the team, um, officially. So, uh, but it was just it was just a a really fantastic episode to to have her on and to really kind of dive into a character that you know I enjoyed but didn't have a passion for um and then now I have a much deeper appreciation for Maul um than I ever thought I would so you know uh it's it's uh, Katie's essentially done for Maul what I did with Jar Jar for Carl mm-hmm. so 
Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, Maul's never going to be my favorite, but I have a much greater appreciation of him and a much better understanding of him now uh, in terms of, of where he's at in, in the Star Wars story um, and what his influence is and, and all that stuff. So, and it all started there yeah. in episode 231. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was that was definitely one of those sort of milestone moments looking back at our at our podcasting you know here it's like yep that's that's where that happened uh, <laughs> so um but yeah i i really enjoyed that episode doing that episode because it was just such a pleasant surprise um for me to experience it um and then it turned out to be such a fantastic episode on top of it so yeah no you know and and uh, gosh i feel awful like that it's it's it's, it's not on my list um, but I had a feeling it would be on yours and it's, it's, it's nothing obviously against Katie cause I love her and I love right. that she's on the show. And, you know, even when she was on back, you know, all those, all those years ago, I never at the time thought of her as being a regular co-host. Um, but you know, just like with Jim, when he came on to do the Jin Erso episode, um, you know, Katie's, Katie's intelligence of mall as far as I know is unmatched, <laughs> you know, I've never seen a star Wars fan who knows as much as Katie does. Um, and, and not that it's like a competition, but in the same way of like David Collins is his ability to unpack star Wars music. I think Katie is the David Collins of Darth Maul lore. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> no one understands him in the way that she does, particularly because of how she so lo- so lovingly identifies with the character. You know, not in every way, obviously. Katie is not Darth Maul. But, you know, Katie has found kind of this... She has this compassionate view of this character that um, she's been able to unpack and, and really humanize in a way that, you know, even the stories have have kind of only ever hinted at, I mean, right. In Phantom right. Menace, he's really just a villain. That's it. He's just a right. demonic character in the background. It's not really until they brought him back in Clone Wars that they really flesh out who he is in his story. But it, you know, it takes a fan like Katie who's able to fall in love with that character, kind of like with you, with Jar Jar. And that love of them really helps to express what's so great about the character. Um, so, yeah. you know, I, like you, I had so much fun when Katie was on that very first time and her ability to just, you know, continue, you know, after the year plus that she's been on the show, just as a regular co-host, her ability to, to, to bring Maul into conversations, um, is, is pretty incredible. And, and, and I, I just admire her for doing that and, and her passion of him, um, kind of like you, Jason, like Maul's still, maybe he's not a particular favorite character of mine, but Katie's love of him makes me respect him so much. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah. So that's a great one. It It is. It's a good one. And, and it's, uh, I mean, it was so good that we released, re-released it Twice. on her, you know, essential anniversary <laughs> right. of, of joining the show. Um, you know, we were all so busy that week. So it's like, hey, let's re-release an episode. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so that was helpful, but you know, it was, it, it's just such a good episode. Um, it's been a while. It, like I, I remember kind of that episode pretty well, but then I think back and I'm like, wow, that was like three years ago or something like that. Yeah. You know, it was, yeah, it was a while ago. Right. So, but anyway, um, what about you? 
Yeah. It's your number three. So I got this. Uh, my next couple are all like two part episodes. Um, and <laughs> this, these are episodes 241 and 242, which is what makes a Star Wars film. And these are actually episodes, sorry to say it, I didn't do this with you or Katie. I did this with my buddy Greg. Um, and um, Greg is, he's one of my favorite people in life. Like, I just, I adore Greg so much as a friend. And, you know, I met him in line at the uh, the Force Friday event for Force Awakens, you know, four years ago now. And uh, just really liked him that night. And, and, and our friendship just blossomed from that night on. And, you know, um, I just have such a fond memory of, you know, I think something that's become a, a, a very prevalent part of the Star Wars conversation since Disney has taken over is, you know, the kind of this question of what feels like star wars right what what makes a star wars film put that in quotes if you will right um and i you know greg and i were talking about this a lot just you know over time and i said to him i was like you know greg we should sit down and i'd love to have you on the show and and do this as an episode i think this would be you know a a great opportunity to really unpack what it means to be a star wars film and i just you know i have the fond memory of we we were sitting at greg's dining room table at his house um just putting our heads together coming up with this list, you know, working it out. And, you know, there, there there's so many brilliant minds in star Wars and there's a lot of brilliant minds that do podcasts. You know, Greg doesn't do a podcast. He, he is, he is on Twitter. His, his Twitter handle is Ion Cannon spelled E Y E. Um, and, uh, you know, um, there, again, there are so many brilliant minds in star Wars. In my opinion, I think my buddy Greg is the smartest star Wars fan. I know. Um, and I don't mean that as a slam on anybody else, but uh, Greg is so wildly intelligent, um, and and his his knowledge of Star Wars is is so distinctly different from my own, and and I love listening to him talk about Star Wars, and I have for four years now. Um, so to have the opportunity to sit with him and and kind of work out this list, you know, uh, it was so much fun, and it you know I, I'm somebody who's who I've give a quick example, you know I've I've worked out. In, in the gym for many, many years. And whenever I'm trying to like learn something new, I typically go to somebody in the gym who looks a lot bigger than me and I just ask them what they do, <laughs> you know, and then that's how mm-hmm. I learn new things. And when you surround yourself with people like that, you tend to get stronger. You tend to get better at what you do. Greg is the type of star Wars fan that when I go to him with ideas and, and, and shoot them back and forth, I feel like talking with him makes me a better star. It makes me a smarter star Wars fan. Cause he's so damn smart. Um, and, uh, and getting to put that list together with him was just so much fun. And I actually remember, I, I rarely listen to our episodes in their entirety anymore. Once we've released them, I, I think like the first 50 episodes, I would listen to every single one just cause I was so excited about it. Um, right. at this point yes. I, I, I just don't. Um, but I actually listened to both these episodes twice after I'd recorded them wow. because I loved listening to what Greg had to say. And, and Greg is, he is a very bright guy. I mean, he's, he's an English professor at a college out here in Boston. I mean, he's incredibly articulate. Um, but I just felt like I learned so much both in the process of, of doing the episode behind the scenes as well as recording that night. Um, and I actually remember calling Greg on the phone. I was driving back to New York for some sort of family function at, at the holidays that year and just saying, you know, I, I loved having you on for this. And, and, and Greg is very humble and, and, oh, you know, thank you for having me on. But, you know, he, he doesn't give himself enough credit for how much he knows. 
Um, and you know, if you haven't listened to those episodes, I really encourage you to go back and check them out. But the, the, the list we came up with was these were what we considered to be the essential elements of a star Wars film. So, um, they are fun in action, spirituality, mythology, politics, and hope. So, um, we felt that these were kind of the essential elements of what make up a star Wars film. And obviously every star Wars film is going to have more or less of some of those. Um, but, uh, that was just so much fun. And, and, and Greg teach, he, he, he taught a course for years in a, in college about, um, mythology and, and the hero's journey. So to hear him unpack what a hero's journey actually is, was a lot of fun. And, and as you know, so many Star Wars fans know the hero's journey is what informed George Lucas telling that original A New Hope story. Um, so it was just, you know, I loved doing those episodes with with my buddy Greg. So that is my yep. number three. And and there you go, Greg. Uh, you know, there's another hashtag my buddy Greg moment for you to point <laughs> out on Twitter. Um, he he does that every time he every time he's mentioned. Um, but yeah. No, it's 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 fun and getting to to know Greg and and having met him at the last couple of celebrations. He really is a very intelligent person, um, but uh, and a very intelligent Star Wars fan as well. Uh, but in addition to that, he's just such a nice guy. So um, I I enjoy uh, hanging out with him at celebration and stuff um, and and. Getting a different perspective because he enjoys Star Wars in a way that's a little bit different than the way you and I do, um, and getting to hear that that view and that expression of of Star Wars in those two episodes was really interesting. I did end up going back and listening to those because you know I obviously I wasn't on the show for that. Um, the way that those episodes were were structured, it was just um, much easier for it to just be Carl and and Greg, and I think also I was busy at the time too i forget yeah. what exactly was yeah. going on when the, we were doing those episodes but i i don't think i was able to make them for one reason or another but um but yeah i did end up going back and listening to them. And they were they were chock full of very interesting information and you know a lot of, of fun fun stuff so uh hashtag my buddy greg uh <laughs> knows what he's talking about so and that's uh at i on canon on twitter for those of you who want any more of my buddy Greg, um, and that's E Y E on Canon. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you're welcome, Greg. Um, <laughs> so, um, man, don't worry. Last two here. Um, and this is this is actually a very recent episode. My number two uh, that we we've got here, and and it's Mother of Skywalkers. It's episode three forty four. Like this is within the last two months. Yeah. Uh, that was such a good episode. Um, a lot of these episodes I remember because they were a lot of fun and we had a lot of laughs and all that stuff. This was fun in a very different way. We, you know, we always find a way to have laughs and a good time on these episodes, but we dove deep into Shmi Skywalker in this episode and, and her importance in the saga and her continuing, uh, you know the the legacy of her uh, throughout the the films that we've gotten so far, and and it was just a very interesting thing that we you know we felt needed to be talked about, and actually diving into the conversation, it got a lot deeper than I thought it would, and and it was just a really fantastic episode, and I remember at the end of it we were all kind of like 
raw emotionally from it as well. It was, it was just one of those very, you know, intense and and deep episodes, and I loved it. And it was just one of those things that, uh, you know, we don't normally do um, as much, but I, it, it is such a, a standout episode to me because. Um, of, of the, the topic and the discussion that we were able to have. And I loved doing that episode. I loved preparing for that episode and, and uh, just having the discussion with you and Katie about Shmi Skywalker was just a, a very enlightening experience. Um, and looking at the saga in a way in relation to a character that is a little overlooked in my opinion. Yeah. So, uh, it was such a good episode, and I, I'm so proud of that episode. Um, it'll definitely be one of my my most you know remembered episodes moving forward. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was a really really fun episode, and and you know the thing I want to specifically highlight about it too is is uh, an episode like that again. That was that was Katie's brainchild. Yeah. Um, Katie came up with the episode title. Um, we were just shooting the breeze one night after recording an episode and, you know, Shmi, Shmi came up. I don't remember specifically who brought her up. And, you know, we were like, we should do an episode about her. And Katie's like, yes. And we should call it Mother of Skywalker. And I was like, yes. And yes. Then of course, and then Katie, because she's hilarious, was also like, or we could call it Don't You Forget About Shmi. And, yes. uh, you know, yes. And, you know, it, it, like you said, Jason, it was, it was just, it, it was an episode that we were excited to do that surprised us with, I think the depth that it went to. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I don't know how much I particularly added to the episode, but again, kudos to Katie because Katie really fleshed that out in, in a way that I don't think either of us necessarily could have done on our own. And, right. and again, like I, like the point I made with Greg, Katie continually elevates us as both Star Wars fans and as podcasters with her own perspectives. Um, and I think that episode specifically is, is a, is a great example of that. Um, you know, Katie yeah. really understanding the importance of a character like Shmi, like you said, Jason, who's often overlooked. And to be fair, you, you know, you know, we've done some of these highlight little highlight episodes that you did on, on our Patreon page. I think yeah. Shmi was the first one you did. Or at least one of the first couple. Uh, she wasn't the first one I did, but I did one on, on yeah. Shmi, the background spotlights, and I need to get back to doing those. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's all right. <sighs> anyway, sorry, we, Patreon. We failed we, you. <laughs> we have failed, Mr. Fibuli. Failed, failed, failed. <laughs> oh, there you go, Carl. Thanks, that's, buddy. That's for Carl. <laughs> I, love, um, I don't know anything about Doctor Who, but I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that Jason does it. Um, oh man, it's such an obscure line and reference that nobody, even if you are a Doctor Who fan, probably knows. So, uh, but it, it came up <laughs> in our conversation years and years and years ago at Celebration Anaheim. That it came up while we were playing ping pong ping in pong. Airbnb, and yep. uh, like uh, one of us made a bad shot, and you just went into this thing, and I was just dying laughing. And you're like, "Oh, it's from Doctor Who," and I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and it's it, it's now just a thing for Carl and I. So that's specifically <laughs> for you, Carl. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry. I, no, you're fine. So, yeah, but no, I, I love that you brought in the Mother of Skywalker's episode. Um, you know, and and I think Katie has Katie has given us the gift of constantly making sure that we are relevant to all listeners. 
Um, yes. And, and, and I love that she has done that. And it's not to say that you and I aren't on our own, but Katie has brought a, a perspective and a, a flavor to the show that we didn't know we were missing. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and, and, and I love that we, we are privileged to have her. Um, yes. And, yeah. uh, it, you know, without, without Katie, we'd be a lot more nostalgic ladies and gentlemen yeah. like th- this show would be full of nostalgia every single week um which is not a bad thing but you know katie makes us go hey there's other things out there that you know are being talked about and maybe we should talk about it and we're like oh i had no idea because she's definitely got her finger on the pulse of <laughs> of, of, a, of a different area of star wars fandom than we do um and so that's important a really important add to the show. And, and this is such a wonderful episode that we were able to really showcase all the best parts of us as a team, a podcasting yeah, team. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I, I will forever be proud of that episode and, and, you know, we'll definitely point back to that as one of our best for a long time. So, yeah. Well, and you know, right. Shmi is, she is the embodiment of, uh, of what the Skywalkers can be, right? Um, yeah. Because her son, you know, falls short of what that, what of what her mother of what his mother was, and I don't mean that. That sounds kind of mean. Fell short of what she was. He's a different person, right? And everybody's entitled to their own particular journey. But Shmi is this beautiful embodiment of love and compassion and selflessness which obviously is what steered Anakin. I mean, that, and that's exactly who Anakin is in episode one. And what's so mm-hmm. funny is right. That Anakin's fall is precipitated by the fact that he is separated from that. Right. Like that is who right. Shmi is. Shmi is the voice of, of compassion and, and, and selflessness. And when Anakin is actually taken away from her is probably the, the worst violence that was ever done to him. While Qui-Gon's heart and mind was in the right spot, he was, possibly wrong, you know, in that decision to separate Anakin from Shmi. Um, and, and in some ways, I think he even knew that, right? He, he actually tries to free Shmi as, as he tells Anakin in, in episode one, you know, I tried to free your mother, but water wouldn't have it. Um, right. So yeah, man, that was a good one. Good episode. <laughs> yes. All right, Carl, what's your number two? Got another two parter for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so it's episodes one and two of the Wampus Lair. Oh man, because we're headed way dude, back in the wayback machine. Yeah, I don't even. I mean, these aren't even in iTunes anymore, obviously. But you I mean you can get them on our on the Star Wars Report website. Um, I mean, in a way, they're they're probably some of our crappiest episodes, sound quality wise, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was podcasting from the garage, from my garage back wow. then, and I know some episodes, maybe not those. Uh, you could hear my dad pulling up in the driveway. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't remember that, but I mean, at least I heard it and, you yeah. know, was worried that it'd be cut on Mike, but yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a weird setup. Um, but yeah, no, there was, there was some weird stuff that happened audio wise with those episodes. And I'm just like, man, I don't understand how we still kept listeners. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> well, you know, what I remember so fondly about those episodes, um, was there was this, if you go back and listen, there is an awkwardness to it, 
right? Yes. Um, because you know, neither of us have ever been podcast hosts before those those two episodes. We'd never done it before. I mean, I know you'd been on, you know, you'd been on some of the frontline shows, and I had been on one Starlack Pit episode. Um, but you know, this was this was a new ball game for both of us. Um, right. And while it was a little bit awkward, and we also like we'd only met each other for two full days, right? We only known each other yeah. for forty eight hours. Um, and everything has since that had been, you know, text conversations with a few phone calls. Um, right. But what I remember also so fondly about that is I quickly realized that what I experienced about you specifically, Jason, at Fan Days all those years ago in Dallas, Texas, um, was just the tip of an iceberg. Um, that you are literally <laughs> the most fun person to talk Star Wars with. <laughs> you know, um, while while Greg, my buddy Greg, may be the most, you know in a way like he, he, he stimulates my mind in a way talking about star Wars. No one stimulates my heart the way you do talking about star Wars. And as a person who's more heart than head, no, no offense to Greg, but I'd, I'd, I'd rather have those conversations. Um, and, uh, you know, even in those first couple of episodes, while there was a bit of an awkwardness to it, um, specifically because of the audio quality, um, you know, what I experienced about you when I was at fan days was, abundantly clear even in those first couple episodes that this was the guy I wanted to do a podcast with and talk Star Wars with and you know um, again of course we started with a top you know top moments episode because yeah. how else would we talk about it and and I remember again early early on right this is this is eight years ago having to think about a specific list like that was so freaking hard trying yeah. to think of my favorite moments in Star Wars now obviously up at, at that particular time we only had the six films um, I mean, yes, I guess Clone Wars, but I don't count that because I don't like it. Um, but uh, sorry. <laughs> um, but like, just think about those those moments. And, and we Clone Wars with, film, and folks, we, is well, what he's talking about. Right. And yes, I love the Clone Wars show. Um, and, and well, obviously, those first two episodes were our top uh, OT moments, too. So thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this is also what like bred my love for doing these types of shows is, again, I got to th- think about man, these are these movies that I love so much. How do I narrow down my favorite moments and then get to flush those moments out? Like, again, the moment that always stands out to me because it's so little is literally just that moment in Cloud City when those doors open and Vader's there at the end of the dining room table and Han just draws down on him. You know, that yeah. that is... Uh, I, I actually watched Solo tonight. I haven't watched Solo in a while. My God, did I miss it. And my boy Alden, my God, he's hot. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, weirdly enough, Solo has my favorite Star Wars moment in all of Star Wars. Um, you know, up until Solo, my favorite moment was Han drawn down on Darth Vader in Empire Strikes Back in Cloud City. But that shot of Han, and again, it's just I'm talking like a brief moment here, but that that shot of Han backing up the landing ramp shooting on Kessel is my favorite f- shot in all of Star Wars, in all of cinema. I love that moment so much. Sorry, <laughs> side tangent. Um but, uh, you know, so so getting to do these top moments w- was just fun, like as a Star Wars fan. And, and, and you know, and, and I hope that listeners in all for all the years, whether you're a relatively new folk, you know, new to the show or whether you've been with us for seven, eight years. I hope whenever we do those types of episodes that it invites you into that space too, whether or not like you have a podcast or you're even able to like specifically give voice to it on our show. Um, I just hope that like you get to have the fun that we have making those lists of, of you getting to sit down and thinking specifically about particular moments you love about Star Wars. Um, 
And, uh, you know, when we, when we recorded those first two episodes, you know, we didn't have any conscious knowledge of, 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 of a sense of an audience, you know? Um, and you know, who knows how many people listen to those episodes, probably you and I on repeat. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's entirely possible. And and, and probably, you know, Riley Blanton, because he, he was kind enough to bring us into the network not long after, but, um, you know, the thing that I also kind of look back so fondly with is there was a freedom in those early days. Not that, not that I, not that I feel constricted now, um, but there was a freedom in not really caring <laughs> about that sense of an audience. The reason I started the show with you, Jason, is, is you were somebody I met that I wanted to continue talking Star Wars with, and this became an avenue to do that. Yeah. And that was the point of launching the show You know, all those years ago was just two friends who are literally physically disconnected because of distance. This was an opportunity to just talk about our love for Star Wars. And it's like, let's just do a podcast with it. If nobody listens, whatever. I mean, I won't yeah. lie. Like, I, there is definitely an ego for me in the game now. Like, I hope people listen. I want people to listen. I put effort into it. And I, and, and I, 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 I want to make a difference in people's love of Star Wars. But in those early days, it was just about nerding out about Star Wars with you specifically. And, and you specifically because, again, and I, I know I've told the story many times over the many years. But that day we went to Whataburger. Um, yes. during fan days and we were sitting together with, with our friend Brad and our friend JC, JC sitting in his Jedi cosplaying costume, eating yes. burgers and sitting there. And I was like, okay, what's everybody's favorite Star Wars movie? And you said return of the Jedi, but attack of the clones is right beneath it. And I was like, WTF, who is this guy? <laughs> right. Um, and, and I knew from that moment that, and, and, and for almost eight years now, I love how different your Star Wars perspective is from mine and the things that you love about Star Wars are different than mine. Um, and you know, this has never ever been a competition between us. It's not about I'm right. right, You're wrong. It's always been, here's what I love and you celebrate it. And then you're like, here's what I love. And, and I celebrate that. Um, and you know, this goes all the way back to episodes one and two. So, Oh yeah. Our, Our top five OT moments, our top five PT moments. That was, those were, those were, eons ago and we should probably redo those episodes you know i'm thinking maybe we should redo them because you know it it has been forever and and you know maybe maybe our ideas have changed since then i I don't know i'd have to go back and yeah listen or find my notebook with my notes for that episode but the funny thing about those episodes not only was it you know kind of awkward because of audio and just doing a podcast for the first time you know our own podcast for the first time not guesting on somebody else's it was also kind of getting to know each other a little bit more too because it was like you know you know these were some you know some things that you know while we talked you know kind of about the movies and our favorite parts of some of the movies in our you know, discussions at fan days and stuff. We, you know, this was really sort of like the beginnings of pinpointing for each other who the other person was, you know, Mm. in terms of star Wars and, and, you know, we, in our episodes now be like, I knew you would, you're going to have that on your list. (laughs) And it goes back to all the way back then when we first started going, Oh, really? That's what you like. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, (laughs) so, so that's where it all began where, where now we can basically write the other person's list down or at least 
elements of their list down uh, now. Uh, back then, it was all new. And and that was exciting and different and a little scary, you know, because it's like, well, I like this. What if they think it's r- ridiculous, you know? Um, you know, <laughs> it was, oh, man, that was so much fun uh, thinking back to those first two episodes. Oh, man, I, al- I almost started listening to them when I was pre- prepping for the <laughs> show, but I was like, I don't have time. Um, but, yeah, it was that's that's a that's a good poll, Carl. Yeah, thanks. I'm really glad you brought those up. So now I think we're at the top. We're at number one. Yeah. And, you know, we talked a little bit before the episode because, again, as you were just insinuating, Jason, we tend to know each other. Um, And we came down on the same favorite episode. Yep. Um, It's it's not exactly a podcast episode, though. Right. And it's the uh, little film documentary we made just literally over the summer when we were up in the redwood forest yeah hiking around where they filmed some of return of the jedi and yeah uh, you know oh man i got so much to say about this should i just start talking well let let me talk first uh, first. because i know you're gonna have uh more to expound upon than i will (laughs) um but uh i picked this um because it just kind of happened you know, it wasn't planned. Carl and I were going to go out to the Redwoods. We were going to explore the Redwoods and try and find some of the places they filmed stuff. And we we literally sat down and, and just sort of stared up into the trees at one point for a little bit and had like a moment uh, of, of like, you know, this, this, you know, outside of Star Wars, this sort of like spiritual moment. Um, and then we it ended and we're like, OK, great. Now let's Star Wars again. And then as we're walking, we found a tree that looked like it got shot by an ATST walker. And we're like, this is, you know, and we started goofing around and we're like, we should actually make this into an actual video. And we're like, yes, we should. And it just happened. It was not something planned. And we just sort of riffed off each other the rest of the day, finding all these places that quote unquote, we're in the Battle of Endor. Um, <laughs> and it was just the funnest, you know, random project that actually turned out to be a lot of fun and turned out pretty good, um, if we do say so ourselves, um, you know, at the end of the day. So I, I was – I'm really happy that we were able to do it. I'm really happy with how well it turned out. And for those of you going, what are we talking about? Go to our YouTube channel. It's on there. It's uh, youtube.com slash user slash Wampus Lair podcast, I think. Um, and it's, you know, the Battle of Endor documentary. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun. You should check it out. Um, the only actual location, filming location, was some of the, the speeder bike chase uh, stuff and, and the log that they went under. But um, the rest of it was just sort of, it, it's a mockumentary essentially, Yeah, but it was just so much fun and it just happened. Yeah. It wasn't planned. It just, it, it, and we just sort of like, Hey, let's do this. Great. And we immediately were on the same page mm-hmm. with how we wanted it to turn out. Um, and, and it was so much fun and, uh, yeah, I, I had a blast doing that, um, and I'm just glad it turned out as well as I hoped it would, uh, if not better. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, this was – and 
to date, this is the fondest memory I've had since doing the podcast. And like you said, yes, it's not a podcast episode. Um, you know, honestly, the easiest way to find it, even if you don't want to like doing the whole, you know, YouTube slash user slash blah, blah, blah. Just go to YouTube and literally type in the search field, Wampa's Lair Endor. It's the first thing that'll come up. Um, And, uh, you know, so very easy to find. Um, But like like you said, Jason, I mean, this just kind of came to us. And, uh, you know, um, real quick, like, uh, you know, we were when we first off, like props to to our friend Riley Blanton, um, who who kind of like gave us the sites to go to because we had different sites picked out. Um, and, uh, you know, Riley kind of said, no, actually here's where you want to go. And, and Riley also shared with us. I never knew this, that the majority of the return of the Jedi Endor scenes were actually filmed on private property that were then logged shortly after the filming was done. So that particular forest doesn't even stand anymore. Um, but like I right. said, the, the, the one standing spot for sure is the, the, the log, right at the beginning of the documentary we do like that's, that's the log they fly under. And and Jason, you did a great job of syncing that up from the actual film. And you know, that's the one spot where they did film some of return of the Jedi. And like you said, everything else we just kind of made up on the spot. Um, but, uh, you know, like we got to that forest that day, we walked into the, into the trees and I just like, remember looking at you, we both were just grinning like idiots. And, uh, and I'm like, we're in Endor and you're like, yep, we're in Endor buddy. And we just, we were blasting the parade of the Ewoks for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just, you know, we just kind of sat down at one point and there was nobody around. Um, I literally say that this, this was inspired by the force. I mean, I'm, I am a man of faith. So I do like to say it was inspired by God. I don't, you know, whether or not that's your thing is up to you. Um, but, uh, you know, I was just kind of sitting there and listening to the silent breeze of those trees and, you know, I just, I felt enveloped by the presence of the spirit and the presence of the force, you know, to use star Wars language. And this Mm -hmm. just like thought came into my, my mind of like, we should make a, we should make a little documentary. All right. We should make a film. Like we should do something we've never done before on the show. Um, and you know, I kind of came out of that experience. Jason was kind of standing there, you know, taking things in yourself. And I was like, Jason, here's this idea I have. And in typical Jason Hunt fashion, you're like, let's do it. And then we immediately <laughs> just started figuring out how to do it. And Jason, the thing that I loved so much about it is, you know, I've used these terms in the past when talking about playing Star Wars, right? Big and little Star Wars, right? I, I, yeah. I'd say playing little Star Wars was when I played with my action figures and stuff. But playing big Star Wars is when you ran around your, you know, your bedroom, or you ran around outside pretending that you were in the Star Wars story. This is the closest I I have felt to playing big Star Wars since I was a kid. And what was cool is that it was just as much fun and just as joyful, but I was an adult and I could still have that same kind of energy, even though it was different, if that makes yeah. sense. And, and, yeah. and again, I just want to props to you because there's no other Star Wars friend I have that makes me want to play Star Wars the way that you do. Um, and, and I, and I love you for it. And, uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's like, I had the idea, but if, if I had been on my own, it would have fallen short, but because I was with you, it's like, dude, let's play this out. That's literally what it was. It was like, let's just play this out. And we had so much freaking fun doing it. Yeah. Um, And, you know, um, yeah, it's, you know, and in a way, this particular documentary, mockumentary, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 
it encapsulated for me what this show has always been about, which is it's been an avenue for me to express my own creative energy and my playfulness. Um, I'm not an artist. I wish I was. I wish I could draw. I wish I could write. I can't really do either of those things. I definitely can't draw. I can write a little bit, but I can't. You're, you're learning to paint a little. I, yeah, kind of. That's that's a stretch. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but but you know, but this is this is my art form is doing this show, and I'm not saying I'm perfect or great at it, but you know, it. It doesn't need to be because for myself, it gives me such a tremendous amount of life and joy. And that day was, it was like the first time we hung out at fan days, but better because we also had this history of knowing each other. And there was that intrinsic knowledge, Jason, where it's like, I said to you, I was like, here's, here's a thought I had. And you're like, let's do it. And then you were just like, here's how we're going to do it. And, and, (laughs) and it just, it just flowed because we knew each other so well. Um, and yeah, it, it, it to date it's the fondest Star Wars memory I have. <laughs> you know, I love it. Yeah. So it, it's 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 really up there as well. But it's 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 the favorite it's my favorite thing that we've done with this podcast. Um and you know, I I wish Katie was there, but she hates the outdoors. <laughs> so um, you know, <laughs> She freely admits it, but we, we managed to get her into the credits because she sent snacks and cookies for us, and we ate those while filming this. So um, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so that's why she's the caterer uh, in the credits. So <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, it, it's one of those things where I really love and cherish the fact that it was just the two of us that got to do it. But on the other hand, I kind of wish we had been able to get more friends involved too. It's one of those things where I really love the fact that it was just the two of us. But then I'm like, but what if we had been able to get everybody else involved? You know, it, yeah. and I know that, you know, and when I say everybody else, I'm thinking all these other friends that weren't even there. Uh, you know, when we, when we, you know, weren't even in the same state with us. So it's like, you know, all these other friends that we've had the good pleasure and good fortune of meeting over the years doing this podcast. It's like, you know, it makes me think, well, what, what could we do next time? How can we make, do something bigger and better and, you know, get more people involved and stuff like that? It's like, you know, you know, uh, it was just one of those random fun things that we decided, let's try this. Let's see what happens. And it turned out to be a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So, um, you know, and and I'm just glad that you had the idea to spark it. I was like, I want to do something. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. But you sparked the idea in like, hey, let's do this. And I was like, yes. And I know how to do it. So um, it was just like, let's do it like this. And you were so, you know, uh, amenable to, to just going along with it. And, and we had a blast doing it and filming it and finding places that we could, you know, make be part of Endor. Um, yeah, I had just had a, a wonderful time doing that. So. Please go check it out if you haven't seen it already, folks. It's a lot of fun, and maybe we'll repost it here on social media again for everybody who hasn't seen it yet. Um, yeah, because yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, you know, and and so just to like you know close this out. Um, I mean, I think what's really awesome is that both of us here on this on this particular list, so many of these episodes they're ultimately about friends that have been part of the journey too, right? You yeah, know, Katie yeah. and and Jim and and Joe and Greg, you know, um, you know, and, and and obviously so many others that we we didn't even you know get to name, but 
to me, that's what this show has always been about. It's just been about two friends talking about what we love about Star Wars. Um, Have we always been perfect with that? No. I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. when Last Jedi came out, I was a bit of a Debbie Downer for a while. I mean, I own that, (laughs) Um, you know, but, uh, you know, I mean, but I'm also entitled to expressing things that frustrate me about Star Wars, just like we all are. Um, I mean, in a, in a civil way, of course, you know, I hope I was never too much of an asshole, but I'm sure there were times when I bordered on it. Um, But, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, I think the heart of what, of what we are as a podcast is just talking about what we love about Star Wars and, and, and hopefully inviting you into that, whether again, we can get all your voices on the show. Sometimes we can't, sometimes we, I mean, we do our best when we can, um, but even if it's just you're listening and, and again, this huge appreciation to those of you who do listen and hopefully just sitting at home when we do those top five episodes, you're thinking about like, man, but I would have, you know, I would, I would list this, this and this, or when we're having like an in-depth discussion about someone like Shmi Skywalker, you're thinking like, yeah, boy, I forgot how great of a character was. And then you're just thinking about how Shmi is so important to the star Wars story, you know, you, all those things. Um, and, and ultimately this forever is, a playful creative space, I think for you, me and Katie and hopefully all of you listening, uh, find a space here to let your imagination and creativity just kind of blossom as you listen. And, and uh, nothing would honor me more than knowing that that's the truth. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And uh, you know, like I said, just a few moments ago, you know, when we started the show, we never thought about those things. It was just about talking star Wars. At the yep. end of the day, that's still just that is really what it's about. But now that we are consciously aware that there is an audience, and and again, a much bigger audience than I think we would have ever expected, um, yeah, which humbles me all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, but, and, and, I, and I hope that those of you who do listen on a regular basis find that kind of space here. And and if if there's anything we can do to make it more of a space like that for you, let us know. Um, you know, elevate us. We, we want to do that. We, we want to always be a better show. Um, yeah. We may not be able to get all the ideas in because, you know, we're imperfect and, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes there's some great ideas, but we're just not the best people to do them. Um, so, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, check out but, last points. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or something like that. But yeah. it, it's one of those things where, where you keep us, you know, humble and you keep us, you know, kind of on track sometimes because, because of your involvement, we see all the comments you say on Facebook and Twitter and email and everywhere else. And we really appreciate all the involvement that you have in this show. Um, whether or not we're the best at responding to those, we do see them all and we do appreciate all the interaction, um, that you guys provide and you guys drive this show as much as we do. Um, and we just want to make sure that, you know, we, we thank you for that because that's you have become a big part of this show, um, whether you know it or not, um, and and I think that's one reason why I just kind of when I had my solo show last week, it was like, well, let's just get the Larians involved and see what they want to say <laughs> right now. So that was such an easy thing to do, and I was like, I know I'll get some good responses. Let's see what they're thinking about right now. And it was a last minute thing, and thankfully I got a bunch of good responses for the show last week. So, um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening and putting up with us for 350 episodes. Yeah. I don't know how you've been able to do it because I barely can keep up with my, you know, you know, deal with myself for 350 episodes. <laughs> um, 
yeah. let alone Carl. God, I don't know why I'm still podcasting with this mook. Um, Episode 350, last show. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> this is it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> so, uh, um, no, but uh, you know, that that is a great way to, to you know, again, so – Think something we've always loved doing on the show is obviously our our, our polls and our matchups. So that being said, we do have a poll for you for for our episode next week when all of us will be back. Um, Katie's gonna you know break down for us her experience of Galaxy's Edge, and we're gonna talk about some of these you know the new concepts in what's what's right down the pipe coming from us from Star Wars. So that being said, our poll for you for next week is what aspect, you know, what what media form of Star Wars are you most excited for coming up in the fall? It, whether it's Resistance, um Jedi Fallen Order, the the video game, Mandalorian or Rise of Skywalker. We want to know which particular property, which particular media outlet you are most excited for, whether it's Star Wars Resistance season 2, Jedi Fallen Order, The Mandalorian, or episode nine, Rise of Skywalker. So be sure to respond to that poll, which we will be posting on social media next week. Yes. And uh, those locations, Carl, for people who want to weigh in on the uh, the poll or anything else relating to Star Wars or the episode that we did today, where can they do that exactly? Um, of course, we are on Twitter at Wampas Lair. We're on Facebook at Wampas Lair Podcast. You can always email us at Wampas Lair Podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow Katie at Pohot Dameron on Twitter. And go over to our you go over to YouTube. Type in Wampas Lair Endor. Check out this video that we love so much. Yes. It's a it's a lot of fun and we're really proud of how how it turned out. So but now it's my turn for music as we close out this episode. Um, you got anything else, Carl, before we end this milestone episode? I am all set. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to episode 350 of the Wampus Lair podcast. There's too many of them. For Carl and Katie, who's not here, I'm Jason. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time here in the Wampus Lair podcast.